Hello, you have tuned in to Cut the Noise, a news podcast brought to you by Jagran. I'm your host Shitakshi and today is Monday the 6th of November. Let's delve into the latest news from around the nation and across the globe. So without any delay, let's dive into today's top headlines. AAP blames Haryana for Delhi's pollution crisis says Punjab 500 kilometers away. In Kerala blast case, death toll rises to 4, key accused Dominic Martin sent to 10 days judicial custody. Delhi to reintroduce odd even scheme from November 13 to 20 to combat severe air pollution. In Israel Hamas war, UN agencies seek Gaza ceasefire communications blackout again. Australia PM Anthony Albanese sees promising signs of better China ties. Passenger vehicle retail sales drop 1.36% in October to inauspicious Shraddh period says Fada. Entire Sri Lanka cricket board sagged following humiliating World Cup loss to India. Now let's dive into the details. The Aam Aadmi Party on Monday sought to blame Haryana for the pollution crisis in Delhi NCR citing the state's proximity to the national capital. AAP national spokesperson Priyanka Kakkar called for an analysis of the anti-pollution measures taken by the Manohar Lal Khattar led government since 2014. The stubble burning in Punjab is about 500 km away from here and the stubble burning in Haryana is 100 km away. An analysis should be done on anti-pollution measures taken by the Khattar government in Haryana since 2014. Kakkar said at a press conference here The AAP spokesperson also said that the air pollution in Delhi witnessed a 31% decline in the economic survey 2022 and 23 the central government acknowledged that the air quality in Delhi has been the best in the last 8 years CAQM data also shows that there has been a 50 to 67% of reduction in stubbing burning in Punjab Moving on to another news, Dominic Martin, the key accused in Kerala's Kalas Messeri multiple blast case, which claimed four lives, has been sent to police custody for 10 days till November 15. The death toll on Monday morning rose to four after a 61-year-old woman succumbed to injuries. She was identified as Molly Joy, a resident of Kalas Messeri. Joy had suffered 80% burns owing to the blast and was undergoing treatment at a private hospital. Meanwhile, Martin was taken to a hospital for a medical checkup by Kochi police ahead of being produced before the Ernakulam Principal Sessions Court. Earlier, he has was taken to the residence in Athani where the police recreated the scene as part of their probe into the multiple explosions incident to collect more evidence in the case. Moving on to another national news, the odd even system based on license plate digits will be implemented in Delhi for a week starting November 13 to address rising pollution levels. Delhi's environment minister Gopal Rai on Monday announced that the odd even vehicle rationing system would be reintroduced for a one week period from November 13 to November 20. The odd-even system, which restricts the usage of vehicles based on the last digit of their license plates, has been an occasional measure employed in Delhi to mitigate the city's severe air pollution issues. Rai's decision comes in the wake of the mounting pollution levels and the health concerns affecting the city's residents. Rai told a press conference here that in view of air pollution, the odd-even vehicle system will be applicable from for one week, from 13th to 20th of November. Moving on to the international section, the UN and humanitarian organizations have called for a ceasefire in Gaza, emphasizing the need to protect civilians and provide essential resources. The head of 11 
United Nations agencies and six humanitarian organizations have come together to issue a joint plea for an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. In a statement issued on Sunday night, they urged the protection of civilians and swift access to essential resources including food, water, medicine and fuel. The heads of the Interagency Standing Committee on the Situation in Israel is and in the occupied Palestinian territory denounced the killing and hostage-taking of Israelis in surprise October 7 attacks by Hamas as horrific. They said the horrific killings of even more civilians in Gaza is an outrage and is cutting off 2.2 million Palestinians from food, water, medicine, electricity and fuel. Moving on to another international news, Australia's Prime Minister hailed promising signs of better relations with China on Monday as he visited Beijing for landmark talks with Xi Jinping. After years of deep rancour between the two trading partners, Anthony Albanese predicted a constructive discussion with China's leader and lauded recently improved trade ties. Albanese said that I think there are promising signs. We have already seen a number of impediments to trade between two nations removed. Albanese is the first Australian Prime Minister to visit China in seven years and the visit has been seen as a stab at normalisation. Moving on to the business section, the Indian passenger vehicle segment saw a 1.36% downtick in retail sales in October 2023 on a year-on-year -year basis. According to the Federation of Automobile Dealers Associations, auto dealers sold 3,53,990 units of PVs last month as against 3,58,884 units in October 2022. However, FADA claimed that the month of October commenced under the shadow of the in auspicious Shrad period, persisting until the 14th. Consequently, a YOY comparison may not accurately reflect the actual trajectory of growth in the Indian auto retail sector. It is to be mentioned that Shrad marks an inauspicious period in the Hindu calendar, which forbids making any new purchases during it. Commenting on the numbers, FADA President Manish Raj Singhania said the PV segment navigated a complex landscape marked by both enthusiasm and caution. During Navratri, despite regional variability, the industry witnessed a surge in bookings bored by the introduction of compelling new models, particularly SUVs and the availability of attractive consumer offers. However, the impact of local elections and market saturation meant that the festive spirit didn't translate uniformly into sales across all regions. Moving on to the sports section, Sri Lanka Cricket Board was on Monday sacked by the government in the aftermath of the national team's heavy defeat to host India in the ongoing World Cup. In the wake of a humbling loss to India in the 2023 World Cup, Sri Lanka's Sports Minister Roshan Ranasinghe made a sweeping decision on Monday dismissing every member of the Sri Lanka Cricket Board following a defeat by a staggering 302 runs in Mumbai on November 2, public outrage and calls for the resignation of the Shami Silva-led SLC administration has reached a crescendo. In response to these demands, several demonstrations were staged outside the SLC premises, urging the Silva administration to step down. And that concludes today's top stories. We will be back soon with more in-depth coverage and analysis in these news items and more. Thank you for tuning into Jagra News Podcast. Stay tuned.